Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round 13, 2015. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who confessed this week he lost $400,000 gambling on a Carlton-Melbourne grand final. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Oh, and the disappointing thing about that is, Michael, I mean, that's, that bet is still alive in my <laughs> eyes, but I should not have gone in. It was Carlton-Melbourne into uh-huh. Afghanistan winning the Cricket World Cup. Oh, bullshit, mate. You should, oh, no. <laughs> you should I, know. You should learn by I now. fucked up early. So you just put 400 large on that, straight down? Yeah. Ah, oh, dude. Cash. Cash. $5 notes. Bloody hell. Yeah, it took forever. I was making it rain for about six hours in that TAB, and boy, did they hate me. <laughs> there's a lot of trouble with gambling in AFL football, Adam. Is there, Michael? I don't think there's enough gambling. Yeah, I, I reckon players have a lot of spare income. Why not just spread it out a little bit? But how do they know about gambling? Where do they see it? Like, you, you go to a game, you That's don't really see it anywhere. Point. There's really no odds. Point. I know. I walked into the MCG yesterday, and I, I got to tell you, it was all just like bunny rabbits and daffodils. Like <laughs> it, was the, it was like bluebirds rising and landing yeah. on my shoulder. It was just uh, talk about the, the gay marriage in yeah. America. Everyone was celebrating, high-fiving, kissing, yeah. hugging. You couldn't find the odds anywhere. You couldn't find anywhere to bet. No, no, no. It was just nothing but a beautiful alcohol flowing and yeah. gambling ads. They're never going to show us any of the vices of the AFL. So we talked about we're talking about Brent Guerra, who mm-hmm. may he came out this week and revealed that he blew four hundred thousand dollars. And can I just say, Brent Guerra, fucking weak, mate. Wow. You earned heaps more than that. Yeah. You should have like, if your wife's earning an income, why aren't you just living off that and yeah. burning yours? Yeah. Like you got heaps. You got to have cash. a win there, buddy. Yeah. Like how shit a better was he? <laughs> he was saying that he went to different uh, different TABs around because I think I think he lives in the southeastern suburbs of Melbourne, but mm-hmm. he would go so people didn't recognise him. Mm-hmm. Just take your hair off. Yeah, just one. <laughs> no one, one knows who you are. He's got different wigs on. <laughs> just a bit of. <laughs> go, was that Brent Guerra or was that <laughs> was that a dude in an afro? Who was that forty-eight-year-old man? <laughs> Ah, poor dude. And, and, and gambling's been the talk of the AFL by the fact that the uh, Drew Petrie said it was the biggest problem in the AFL. Um, and then he also said, uh, and, and Carlton coaches were in a gambling group. Oh, they were in a punters club with yeah. the players and they had to tell the uh, coaches to maybe pull out of that. It's very strange, isn't it? Well, I guess, I mean, I, I, I suppose it's a good thing that the coaches and the players would do something Together? No, I don't think that's a good thing, though. No, I, no, no, I, 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 I don't like, want the coaches and players to be mates. I don't want really. Them to be, no, I don't want them hanging out. I don't. I don't want them doing anything together. So if they were on a like if uh, Clarko and the and the crew say mid season went for a pub crawl, you're anti that. No, I'm anti that. I find that really weird. I don't want coaches on end of season trips. I remember seeing footage of Dennis Pagan going on an end of season trip with the Kangaroo Boys after they won a premiership. He like, did he, not. He did, and it was like what? it was uh, one of the premierships. So it was like ninety six or ninety nine. Yeah. And Pagan, they're at the airport and what? they're. Showing, they're, showing, they're showing the they're showing the, the really they're showing the kangaroos flying off like about to go through customs and then Dennis Pagan's there he's like oh yeah I thought I might uh thought I might uh you know curtail your fun a little bit boys and I'm like 
What are you doing? <laughs> no, no, no. That, you're drawing. That's, it's that's like when they have a, back, a Bucks night and their dad's and there. And the dad's there. Yeah, it's just <laughs> oh, weird. weird. It's creepy. Yeah. The dad's, and the dad's the weird one on the stage with breasts in his mouth. You just yeah. go, oh, come oh, on, it's Pago. It's Get weird. it out of How did that happen? How did they, like, he just goes, I think I might come. And then they went, duck. Can you just tell him? He can't come. I and know. Duck's gone, oh, fuck that. I know. Oh, fuck that. But uh, there's a story about um, uh, uh, Hawthorne of like in the late 80s and they go to Florida. Not Alan Jeans. Alan Jeans is fucking what? there. They're in Miami. <laughs> Alan Jeans is there. No wonder his life was cut there's short. There's a story about um, it was Dunstall and two other players. I'm and they, involved. They, no, they planned on doing a runner from a cab. Yeah. So they're in Miami. Good. So they're in Miami. And, and you know, the best place to do a cab is somewhere where there's a lot of, dr- uh, a lot well, of guns. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. they're going to do a runner. The, the cab driver can hear them talking, talking about, about it. Like it's three Good. in the morning, whatever. Yeah. And they, uh, they, and the, so the cabbie kind of, you know, surreptitiously uh, lets the cops know where they're, you know, meet me at this yep. hotel. And so they show up and there are like, you know, five cop cars yeah. ready to stop them. And then they get Yabby down or in the jail cell or whatever. And he's like, you can shoot that one and that one, but don't shoot the fat one in the middle. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why would? Why, well, why was Yabby there? <laughs> yeah, he would be. He would have been. I don't know. If the players were, you know, if they were twenty-five, he'd be, he would have been fifty by then. Oh, and more. Yeah, yeah. Plus tax. He, he played in the uh, in the sixty-six grand final. Didn't he didn't play. He coached. He coached that. Yeah. So he would have been at least thirty then. So at another... Yeah, yeah, he was a very young coach, though, Yabby. He was a very, yeah, very young coach. He was like 12, wasn't he? He was a very, very young coach. But he also had that kind of demeanour. Sorry, of he was 13. He went through puberty. He but, had pubes when but, he coached that team. Well, I think by the fact that, you know, he lost the hair. He was the kind of guy who was like he looked 35 old. but looked 50. Yeah, his, his ears looked like an 80-year-old when yeah. he was 30. Yeah, yeah. What is it with old men whose ears keep growing? Why does that happen? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking up Alan Jeans now. Looking up the uh, how old he was in 1989. Uh, Alan I'm going to say he was well. Oh, I'm going to say early sixties. Uh, fifty six. Fifty six. Yeah. Oh, why can't a fifty six year old go to Miami? Go to Beach? Miami, have a bit of fun. Yeah. yeah. Spring break. But Woo. I actually kind of wonder why would they why would they want to go by the fact that uh, they're not really going to be part of the group, are they? Like, I can't well, really picture. Uh, you know, with a, a uh, eighty nine. Let me think. He would have been twenty three. A twenty three year old Dermot Burton walking into a nightclub. Do yeah. you really think you're going to have two fifty six year old Yabby? Yabby. <laughs> well, maybe Yabby was a good wingman. Yeah, yeah. He was just there picking <laughs> chicks out. He was potting chicks. Like maybe, maybe Yabby. And this is a good wingman. He took the fat one. Oh, Adam. He took he took the large one. He went. I'll take the ugly one for you, Derm. Derm, you take the hot one. And because you kicked, you know, because you kicked, you know, eight in a losing grand final. Mm-hmm. I'll take the ugly one for okay, you. Okay, That's the kind of cut. He was selfless. That's uh, what really Yabby good was point. That's They never mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> they never hear mentioned that in the eulogy, yeah, did you? When, they come, <laughs> when he came out. Yabby was the first one on the footy club trip. <laughs> he was the one. He said, oh, boys. Jeez, he, he fucking went with some mingers. He said, whatever. <laughs> he said, in every game there comes a crossroads. We either step up or you step down. Did John Kennedy ever go on overseas trips? Don't think. No. Don't think. Bone. <laughs> Just make it happen. Don't hope. <laughs> Who else would be good on an overseas trip? Um, like which current coach? Okay. Okay. Of all go. the current coaches, <laughs> which one do you want to go overseas with most? Um, who would be? Who would you think would have a bit of a bit of? I think I'd like to go out with Rusey. 
I'd like to spend some Actually, time Rusey, with Rusey, I picture as like kind of like a uh, handsome billionaire. You Mate, know? the chicks would be all over yeah, Rusey. So you right. just you, you get the you get his cast off. Yeah, he'd be debonair. You just pick one off from the herd. He'd be debonair. He'd be yeah, kind of, yeah. he kind of Herdy. Herdy knows who to talk to in a nightclub. You go, who's Herdy talking to? Fucking no worry, mate. He'll be back in a second. This is on. Um, There's a few good coaches that I'd like to be overseas with. Yeah, I think Dimmer. Dimmer would probably like like a night out, I reckon. Well, I think he'd like a night out, and you know you're safe. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter where you go. You yeah. could go out in, uh, in you know, um, Syria uh-huh. with Dimmer, yep. and you know he's got your back. <laughs> yep, yep. You go, mate, those ISIS blokes are fucking... <laughs> uh, iron us off, but I've got your back, mate. Yep. Don't worry about it. You you're go, fine. thanks, Dimmer. Yep. We're in a country that we shouldn't be drinking alcohol in, but you've got my back. Appreciate it. Uh, Luke Beveridge. Uh, I remember being at a game last year, which I might have said on the podcast before, but um, he ran up the aisle. He was coaching a Hawthorne at the time. Yep. He ran up the aisle, and uh, many ladies went a flight to going, hmm, who is that tall, there you go. Who's and that I tall think, drink of water? I think it's always good to be on tour with someone whose neck is bigger than their head. Yeah, and he... he he was a very fit dude too. Yeah, like he was like a little ball of muscle. So the, I think that doesn't hurt. So you got your kind of younger ones. Mm-hmm. I think that's all right. Johnny Barker. Would you want to? I'm obviously if you you want to go to Johnny Barker. Obviously, you want to be in Vegas with Barker. He was mm-hmm. clearly in the Carlton Punters Club. Yeah. So yep. he knows his stuff. Yeah. So you're not going to come back with less money. Yeah. So there's another one you want. Uh huh. Scott Just Brothers. Like How do you reckon they'll go? Yeah, I don't know about the Scott brothers. Mm. Do you want to be overseas with the Scott brothers? I think they're a different kind of breed because uh, on the field they're obviously crazy, but I think off the field they're actually a bit mild-mannered. Yeah, they are a little bit too. They're a bit yeah. boring. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be there. They'd be kind of like, okay, guys, 10pm, better go to bed. Yeah. Better Ross Lyon, do you want to be overseas with Ross Lyon? I think he just Fuck no. he'd freak people out, wouldn't he? <laughs> oh, it's boring. You go, oh, God, he's just fucking, he started this conversation. Everyone's scared of him. In Vegas with Ross Lyon, going, hey, guys, I want to go and see Celine Dion. Yeah. Do you want to go and see Celine Dion? <laughs> Yeah. Well, so you don't want to be with Ross. I love a bit of toe tapping of Celine Dion. Yeah, you don't want that happening. What other coaches would you want to be overseas with? Phil Walsh. He gets up. He gets up. At, he gets up at three. <laughs> so just as you're about to come home, you're like, oh, I'm tired. Phil Walsh is going. Let's party, boys. And you're like, we're back. I'm out. Yeah, second wind. Yeah. So that's the coach doing his job. So you guys were getting a bit weary at three a.m. And then I like Walsh, that. you need that inject of energy. Bang. So Walsh, he can drag you off to the next place. It's not bad. Yeah. Leper. I'd be overseas with Leper. Yeah, Everyone loves right. a fun redhead. Yeah, and I think Leper's got a bit of like a bit of youthful exuberance yeah. about him too. He'd you still know. party. Yeah. Uh Alan Richardson? I don't think so. No, no. No, let's just put a red line through that right <laughs> now. <laughs> Sorry, Richard. <laughs> what about Nathan Buckley? Would you party with Nathan Buckley? I think I'd party with Nathan yeah? Buckley. I think he's one because he's such a recent player, he knows how to let his hair down. Uh huh. And he knows what, what it takes. Would he be a bit serious though? Like kind of a bit kind of you know, having mm. a good time, but then kind of curtail it. Draw I don't want to have too much of a good time. Yeah. Uh, I'd hope... I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. I want to party with Bucks. Okay. I'd be we'll, okay with We'll organise it. We'll yeah. organise it. Work it out. Adam Simpson? I don't know if I want to go overseas with Adam Simpson. Uh, no, a bit vanilla for me. A yeah. bit vanilla. Yeah, like you say you were in uh, LA and you're at a uh, rooftop pool. Mm-hmm. It looks like you get seriously um, sunburnt. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. Yep. I don't want to have to look out for someone yep. who might be getting skin cancers uh-huh. while I'm trying to pick up. Hey, what, a- what about a horse? You want a horse around a pool? <laughs> Am I right, ladies? Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> what about Clarko? Do you think he have a shindig? You want Clarko when you walk back to the hotel. Yeah, a bit That's like Damien Hardwick. Kind yeah, of like, yeah, I think so. But yeah. also, no, but the thing also about Clarko... Clarko at a party... Never take a selfie around Clarko. Never take he a selfie. Does but, not want a selfie. But Clarko's right going to get you into trouble. Uh-huh. He's the guy. He's gone. Oh, that guy's eyeballing me. You go. What guy, Clarko? And he just walks <laughs> off. Bang! You're like, oh fuck, Clarko. Let's get out of here. Oh. <laughs> He's too insane. Oh, we've worked it no, out. No, Clarko. What about Rodney Eade? 
Well, again, I think it'd be about Alan Jeans' age back circa 19. Yeah, you don't want Rodney Ayer there, do you? No, I don't want He's going to bed at seven. It's too intense. I mean, maybe you do want one of those guys there because they're going to pay for stuff. Then they're going to be the responsible ones. The guy, we guys, we need to be on this flight at this time. You go, great. Oh, oh, yeah. I completely forgot that. Well, that keeps in... Actually, I'm going to leapfrog now. But and I, you know what? No, the other thing is uh, clearly Rodney Eade is okay with everyone drinking well, yeah. seven days a week. Yeah. Even if you're about to play or well, got something on. Well, he, in he, his defence, he, he got told about the culture before he kind of signed on, hoped to change it. So maybe we're talking about the past, but when they got rid of... Yeah. They got rid of Carmichael, who revealed in the, um, uh, the papers today. It's just that... Gee, everyone's everyone's on everything. Well, are they, are they the are they the West Coke Eagles of of 2015? I hope so. The party because we needed them replaced, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. So basically, what has happened is Carmichael Hunt has come out. Uh, well, basically, the article has come out. So when he was done, because I think the police wanted to charge him with trafficking, which obviously uh, carries a huge yep. um, sort of sanction, and. He, it must have been the police or the crime people that he was talking to, and he... The police or the crime people. That's really, how they're described. Really? I watch a lot of SUV. Well, I've got to go and talk to the crime people. <laughs> oh, I got done by the crime people the other day. Yes. Okay, that's, go on. That's how it works. <laughs> he talked a lot, uh-huh. not expecting that to be leaked out to the newspapers, yeah. which is what happened. So he's mm. gone, oh, mate, I'll tell you names. Yeah. Who do you want to hear about? Who did I do coke with? Mate, have a list. And he just, like, obviously got out the footy record, went, this bloke, <laughs> this bloke, this bloke, and he's marking down numbers yep, and stuff. Yep. He told of an NRL player that gave him the number of his drug dealer. Yep, yep. And he goes, I didn't even... And this is, you know, from the article, he's like, I'd, I'd never did drugs with him, but he gave me the number. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, that uh, that's not cool. No, it doesn't sound good at all. Yes, but he's potted all these people expecting it to stay in camera. Yeah, yeah. And the camera's been shut on, and now it's in all the newspapers, and uh, Carmichael's not going to be so popular. But he mentioned two people who didn't. Is didn't, that right? At the Gold Coast Suns yeah. for last year. So basically he said that uh, last year they had the end of year, um, uh, what was it, like Mad Monday week? Uh-huh. Mad, Mad Mund week? Yep. As we call it. Yep. And he bought uh, an eight ball okay. of cocaine. Okay. Which is uh, eight balls of coke, okay. I believe. <laughs> and he kept it hidden in his golf bag, uh-huh. as we all do. Yeah. You don't do that? Where yeah. do you keep it? <laughs> Where do you keep your eight balls, Michael? Oh, oh look, I've... On the pool table. <laughs> yeah, you never play pool on Michael's table because they just they crumble and it's just powdery everywhere. And he said that they went to a party and he supplied... He and another player, player named, not named by the paper... Uh-huh. Uh supplied the cocaine for everyone, and only two players didn't have it at the uh, Gold Coast Suns. Now, let's speculate beyond game. one more player <laughs> that would be Gary Ablett, unless he did it in the shape of a, like a wafer. He said, look, if you, only if you put it in a wafer and put it on my tongue, that's the only way I'll do cocaine. Is that possible? Oh, who could the other guy be? I'm who would it be? Um... Who's that boring fuck? <laughs> oh, no, no, not like that. Um, I mean, who's that awesome dude? I'm going to go with... Uh... Oh. See, th- this, is not, this is not slander to say he didn't take drugs, is it? We're quite safe in this. Because if you say, oh, so-and-so took drugs, everyone's like, whoa, mate, can't say that. But now if we're saying they didn't, you're like, is that slander? Well, or is we this... don't say everybody. We'll say the whole – it could be anyone. Why not that? We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it... So we we'll say, hey, everyone at Gold Coast, they're great. No. Six players have already been suspended <laughs> for drinking. Yeah. Six <laughs> players have already been suspended for drinking this nah. season. We'll move on. We can't play guess again. It's like guess who, you know. Um, oh, that would be a great... Wouldn't that be the great? Yeah. If the AFL released a, a cocaine guess who for does, Gold Coast Suns? Does he have no hair? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's uh, big news for you, Adam, because you went to the Carlton game today. I did. Two in a row. 
da, da, How da, da, da. good are the blue baggers? And you met? I met a couple of uh, Carlton legends, yeah. I'd say. And we'll, we'll put them up on the Facebook page, the photos that I... Because I got photos with them. Uh-huh. I wanted proof. Yeah. I met Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. Who I missed. I got there late. Uh-huh. I got there late, so I didn't see Matt LeBlanc's speech. I wasn't inspired. Oh, so you at the president's lunch? Yes. 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 So I was, I was suited up. I, I mm-hmm. got considerably dressed up for it. Didn't hear Matt LeBlanc's speech, mm-hmm. but there were people talking because Ange Postacoglu, uh-huh. who's on the Carlton, um, uh, what do you call it? The, the coaching committee. The coaching committee. Search, to get the new the coach. Discovery. He gave a speech and there were people talking, disrespecting Ange Postacoglu. What the fuck? No yeah. way. You don't get to do that. You don't. What were they saying about him? No, no, no. They, they were just talking in the background. Oh, during the whole thing. During that. And Matt gotcha. LeBlanc was shooting them daggers like bad. Yeah, like, yeah. He was like, they're dead. Yeah, yeah. Those people are buried under. It's like, what you doing? Yeah. <laughs> He nailed those motherfuckers. But Ange Postacoglu, he got up and he was he was great. He was yeah. up there and he was like, so uh, you, look, uh, you kick the ball, yeah? You kick a ball and uh, get a goal uh-huh. and uh, then you win the game. Uh-huh. And if you win enough games, then you get into the finals, yeah? Oh. <laughs> and then if you get into the finals and you win enough of them finals, yeah. then you get into the grand finals. Yeah. And then if you win the grand finals, then you win the premierships, mate. Oh, wow. That is and then you win the premierships, mate, uh-huh. and then you get uh, more members. Well, good work, mate. So that was Ange Postacoglu. It was amazing to watch. What was it back and forth with uh, Matt LeBlanc like? I said, hello, can I get a photo with mm-hmm. you? Uh, my girlfriend took the picture mm-hmm. and he said to me, what's your name? How mm-hmm. are you? All this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then uh, she said he has written stuff for the Carlton website. Uh-huh. And then he just kind of went, oh, yeah, that's, um, that's great. Oh, you got and fucking I, nothing from uh, Matt LeBlanc. I got uh, kind of, well, yes. Oh, bullshit. I got fuck all. Oh, it's banned from, from the, the podcast. Yeah. That's it. I don't yeah, want no, me. we're not going to have him on. Yeah. He's, no he's, way we're going to talk to him. Yeah. Um, I had a moment with, uh, we've talked about, JGD? JGD before. Here we go. Uh, now, he got a job with the AFL. We didn't talk about this last week, but he is employed by the AFL now. Yeah, he's like an executive. Like a, oh, He's not uh, like an executive, mate. He's well, no, an executive. Yeah. yeah, and he probably dressed up for it too. It's like a show start at the game. It's a bit rough what he's wearing. But he showed up uh, uh, at the game yesterday. So, actually, I'll just read it. Senior executive role for JGD. Uh, Jack Gunston's dad. I think yep, we need absolutely. to make no, people, people, people are aware of that. that. Yep. Taking on the, the role, I know JGD. Taking the role as general manager, finance, corporate, and major projects. So, what do you reckon their major projects are? Well, like what are they up to? The know, AFL building stadiums, or was it a pagola? building boutique stadiums in Ooh, Ballarat? Is there a boutique yeah, coming along? You know, getting other teams involved. Yep, but uh, that's quite a large. Uh, it's role, very isn't broad, it? isn't general it? General manager, finance, corporate, can and he major handle projects. It? Is he up to it? I. In my knowledge of the man, yeah, very intense. Yeah, which is within fifteen meters. Yeah, yep. no, I rocked up. Uh, he got there early yesterday because I got there early. I was about forty minutes before the Were game. Were the reserves on for you guys? Uh, no, no, okay. not there was reserves on today. Yeah, oh, okay, oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, well, maybe they had already played, but the, the teams were warming up when I got there. Um, they, um, JJD was in his regular spot. Yep. Uh, by himself on hey, his lonesome. Can I just around. let the junk time listeners know that uh, I had proof of this because you took a photo of him I did, yeah. through the fence. Yeah, I felt. So good. I think actually you should put that up on the Facebook page. No, no, that's stalking. I shouldn't do that. No, that's fine. No, I can't put that on public. He's used to it. No, you can't put that kind of thing in public. That's for you alone. Okay? <laughs> Thank you. I Give me your phone that. and I'll delete that photo. Yep. Uh, and actually, I took two photos and uh, I realised that the um, the noise was on, and so I was like, "Oh, he might have heard me oh. take a photo," but he didn't. <laughs> Because Focus, he's, he's not a weirdo. He's focused. Yeah. Uh, and then the weird thing is, though, with JJD, is mm. that he was there for the first quarter. 
disappeared for the second. Oh, but he probably had like um, things to do. Well, Michael. I don't know. He's employed. I don't know what's going on. Disappeared for the second. Yeah. Came back for the third, and then fucked off for the fourth. So okay, that so clearly okay. No, no, no. What that tells me is he's got stuff to do in the breaks. Yeah, but wh- half time and end of game. Is he supplying? Is he in charge of Gatorades? Uh, I'm, it could be. I mean, it's a wide general manager of finance, corporate, and major events. Maybe, maybe major event like major, uh, major projects. Maybe Gatorade is like a major project. Major project. People going out for cigarettes at half time. Maybe he's in control of that. Yeah, he's there, kind of behind the line, guys. Behind yeah. the line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got to pass out, buddy. Yeah, I'm not totally sure, but I find it interesting. If they're for the first and third, not there for the second and fourth. So really, the next part of this journey yep. is for me to find out where does he go. <laughs> I think. Could you do that? And is that a crime if I follow? Him? It's not a crime. It's not a crime if he doesn't know yet. Yeah. Okay. As long as he's not listening. Okay. How, how close do you get to him? Uh, oh, close. Sorry, I was standing behind him, standing near him. Yeah. Kind of wandering. Can you smell I him? I did, what, I was, what sort of scent does he have? I was in the same kind of spot each time. No, I didn't get it close. And is I, he like and, an old spice? And I have nothing to report about um, uh, Jack because Jack didn't. I don't think Jack had, had too many shots when he was standing near me. So, so during was, the first and third quarters, not a lot of Jack. Action. No overreactions. Yeah, <sighs> disappointing. Yeah. yeah, so I'm not totally sure. What does he eat? JGD. Uh, I didn't see any food go in his mouth. I think he lives on air, lives on football. <laughs> yeah, yep. okay. a, a breatharian or whatever you call him. Now, obviously, you were at the game yesterday. Mm. Did you see no. Sam Mitchell's uh, little... So, for those who don't know, Sam Mitchell gave a little bit of a job. I don't know where he got it from. I don't know where he'd heard the rumours that yeah, he's never no. been injecting. Oh, but he did a little bit of a syringe jab in the arm. Yeah, yeah. In the old, the old junkie... Yeah. Jab in the arm to... Uh, was it Kyle Hooker? Was that who he directed it was at? It, uh, or... He- uh, I'm not totally sure who it was directed. I think directed in general to... Yeah, to everyone. To he went around to ev- each individual to Essendon player, Essendon then walked up club. to the coach's box, yeah. did it to everyone in there. It was very... What did you make of it? Uh, look, so I, you didn't see it No, live. I didn't see it. I heard about uh, halfway through the uh, last quarter. Okay. They, when they, did he do they it? They mentioned on the radio. did about just before three-quarter time, I think. Okay. And then uh, they mentioned on the radio, and uh, there was one station that's uh, making very big statements about many things, but uh, we, I'm sure we can't guess which one it was. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, the first quarter, they were making very big statements about how pathetic the Hawthorne Football Club was. But okay. then by the third quarter, they'd, they'd seem to change their minds, and Alistair Clarkson was a genius. So yeah, cool. It's, it's just really great that they, they're mild yeah. and measured. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Um, but he um, did the jab, and... Uh, and so he I'd said that you you fucking jabbers or something like that, wasn't it? He, you could pick up his his words on the coverage. Maybe it was like go have another jab or something. Oh, I'm not totally fuck, sure. I'm, so no, harsh. I'm no mouth reader. Uh, you're no, definitely not reader. a mouth reader. <laughs> yeah, reader. You're not a mouth reader. <laughs> uh, and then I don't know. Is it good? I don't or bad? have an issue. I thought it was a little bit. He went a little bit too far when he pulled down his pants and said they'd been shelving. Yeah, I know. When he had his thumb up his mm, ass, I was just like, right. all right, Sammy, right. come on, mate. Yeah, yeah it's not right. They, I, I mean, I'm obviously coming from a biased point of view, but I, I, I'm not too fussed by it. But also, oh no, 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 I'm with you. More of it. Well, yeah, More. I mean, you're sledging. It's, I love mime in football. It's a, it's just a fun like. We don't. We're not allowed to sledge many issues anymore. Mate, if you okay? say, if you're in the year of Wayne Carey, right? You walk yeah. up to Wayne Carey. You mind going into a bathroom, opening the door, <laughs> calling in, quack your, quack, yeah, quack. calling in your friend's wife, getting in there, boning her. Yeah. You're still in the bathroom, yeah. and none of your friend, another one of your teammates comes in. Mind's opening the door, telling her. Then everyone comes running in. The other 18 players. Yeah. How good is that? That's a sledge. That's a terrific miming act. Yeah. No, you've done very well. You've done very well. 
Um, so Not enough of it. And if he gets sanctioned by the AFL, I'm going to be very disappointed. Well, there's talk he might be. And then maybe by Monday tomorrow, like we're recording this on um, Sunday evening, so we may not know for sure. But um, Could he get suspended? He can't get suspended by surely that. Surely he can't. Surely. Is that surely. a fine? Like, what are you allowed to talk about now? Okay, we can't talk about... Um, we can't talk about uh, having sex with mothers. Um, <sighs> what? We can't talk about... Uh, Race. Right, it's obviously, yeah. yeah. Uh, can't talk about... Can we talk about religion? No, you couldn't do that. No. No. no, no can't, can't talk about uh, sexual orientation? No, you can't talk about um, uh, uh, mental illness. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you can't talk about the fact that some people have no left foot. Can't talk about hair. Yep, you can't talk about the fact that you play for uh, Gold Coast. No, you can't talk about tattoos. Can't talk about tats. Can't, can't talk about the fact that... Uh, you can't you... say those boots are a bit shiny. Yeah, no. you can't say that you might have chewing gum stuck to your boot. No, you can't say that maybe you're... You're not earning the money that you are getting paid by your club. Fair enough. You can't make reference to the fact that maybe your family were uh, draft dodgers during the Vietnam War. You can't exactly. You can't mention all. the fact that you might have driven to the ground in an automatic car no, and not a manual because you don't know how to do that. No. You've got, only got an auto license. No, you, you can't say like can stuff like, oh, you like the block. Yeah. Can't do that. You can't bring up their uh, racial background. No, no, we mentioned that. Yeah. No, I meant uh, religious background. Oh, there actually. we go. We can't mentioned bring that religious. as well. Yeah. Oh, fuck. You can't be like, oh, you don't you don't have Instagram. You can't bring that up. Don't bring that up, man. Young people, they don't like that. that. You can't say. It's just, it's just been so sanitised. What can you say? You've got to pick up. You can't mention the fact that a guy has lots of pubes. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't say, oh, why don't you, why don't you, why don't you go and help the poor more, huh? Go and help out a soup kitchen. You do gooder. You can't do that. No, it's fucked. No. The game's fucked. No, the game's wrong. I think we need more of it. I like what Sam Mitchell did. Help. And I thought the response by the Essendon, uh, by the Essendon hierarchy was fantastic. Yeah, James said uh, it was naive and idiotic. Yeah. And then was he... he talking about the injecting regime or was he talking about what Sam Mitchell did? <laughs> go, go either way. <laughs> and then he blamed the... Uh, he talked something about the propaganda of he the media. He said it was the propaganda in the media. That was the forcing people like James Heard. You know, yep. future Brownlow medalists. Because Sam Mitchell had no idea. No, no. Until, until the media. Until the media until the got media. a hold of it. Yeah. Because uh, I know when I go to Essendon Games now, uh-huh. there's people, there's record sellers, yep. and then there's the propaganda sellers. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You get the Goebbels record, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're pumping It's pretty much out. the same as the AFL record. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Herdy, uh, Herdy said it was uh, bullshit, and then uh, Mitchell apologised, and I don't know, man. It, it, Mitchell it, said that he, he didn't want... Uh, as a parent, because his kids go, mm. they didn't want his kids seeing that. Yeah. You go, mate, your kids are, what, three and four? Yeah. Oh, fuck that. Mm. Just go for it. Your kids will get over it. Mm. You, you've won three flags. Mm. That's what they can defend themselves with. <laughs> oh, you mean my dad is a triple premiership player? Uh. Oh, fuck you, <laughs> That's how you roll with that. <laughs> I think it's very easy to get away with it. Oh, I liked what Sam Mitchell did. I think there should be more of it. Can I take you through uh, an article of this week from Top Ten Sledges? Yes. Oh, uh, God, I love a good sledge. Yeah. Were so... you a good sledge on the ground? Uh, no, because I was uh, too busy getting the ball, mate. <laughs> I hear you, mate. I hear you. So, from Michael Voss to his brother, uh, Brett Voss. Mm-hmm. My dad fucked your mum last night. <laughs> Which I think is um, interesting that his oh, dad let him know that. <laughs> like, do you reckon he just texted him and goes, uh, phone your mum? He's like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. God, I've got to tell Brett. This yeah. is fucking, this is freaking me out. He had money Did on Vossie, Brisbane. I, I imagine that would have been the worst game of, the, the, of, his, seat, of his career for Vossie. Imagine uh, knowing that. Your parents had boned. It says here too, Joel Selwood once is believed to have said the same thing to his youngest brother, Scott, one day when he was lining up for goal. Um, But that was actually when they were like 13, playing in a park. (laughs) 
Uh, Tony it was Walker. worse when Joel Selwood said, I fucked your mum. <laughs> <laughs> His brother's going, all right, I'm going to get off the ground. Uh, I'm going to stop playing for Brisbane. Uh, uh, to Nigel Smart by Tony Lockett. Uh, trying a bit of niggle. Yep. Try that again and you won't see the sun go down. That's so much as a sledge as a threat. Mm. That's, I'd get the police involved with that and one. The weird thing too is they've given the sun capital S. Really? Yeah. No. Nah. No. That's not a very good... I mean, for Plugger, yeah. that's genius. Like, he's not the smartest man. I'm surprised he's, you know, it wasn't Greyhound-based. But uh, that's not the greatest sledge in the world. That's just, I'll fucking kill you. I actually quite like this one, actually, from Stevie J. Yep. Who is very good. Mm. He actually got two mentions, I think, actually. Um, Stevie J to Campbell Brown during a game. Mm-hmm. Um, Stevie J said, I accept cash or credit. Brown, perplexed. Uh, said teammate Gary Ablett, what did he mean? Abbott laughed. It was all about Johnson saying it was it was the, a price that Brown had to pay for front rows to the <laughs> DVJ show. I like it. I like that one. It's great. The only thing there is, what if there's no one around to explain it? Yeah, actually, it just leaves point. the ground, yeah. and he's just like, I still don't like. Even to this day, Campbell Brown's like, oh, it's, I, I don't know. Like he's trying to get hold of Stevie J's. Yeah. What did you mean? Yeah. I, I don't understand it. Um, Do you think it, Stevie J does? It should be updated to Paywave. Oh, yeah. payway. <laughs> oh, bang, he zinged him. Um, here we have uh, Dale Thomas once said this to the youngest of the Selwood Quartet, Scott, mm-hmm. after kicking goal. Um, oh, well, mate, four brothers. One of them had to be the worst. Mm. That's fair enough. Yeah. It's not the greatest thing in the world, though, isn't no. it? And clearly that was quite a while ago because that wasn't when Daisy was playing for Carlton. No, no, not yeah. too many goals. Uh, and recently, Jesse Hogan. Jesse so, Hogan, oh, this is a great one. Yeah, so skipper uh, Bulldogs, uh, Robert Murphy tried to put him off for having a shot for goal, saying the pressure was on the Demons, great white hope. Hogan slotted the goal, then pointed over highly paid Bulldog, Tom Boyd, who had been subbed down, said, and there's your great white hope. There Bang, you go. zing him. That's great Hogan. from a kid. That's what you want to see. Yeah, getting... to, yeah, and he should have just said, you know, put that in your fucking article, Murph. <laughs> Jam that up your ass. Get put a that fucking in your tattoo age. of that, mate. You yeah, know? fucking yeah. go listen to some fucking weird-ass arty band that we've never heard of, mate, <laughs> you fuckhead. Um, we haven't bring up uh, Danky yet, have we? We talked about Danky? Is that all ten? Oh, no, that was like four of them. Oh yeah, no, they, they weren't all great. Oh, okay. and, and even the ones I read out weren't that great. <laughs> <laughs> what was Juddie's one in there? About yeah, about uh, the, the shoulders. Uh, someone from the Eagles when he was playing at Carlton yeah. initially said something like, uh, "Why do you have so much trapping on your shoulders?" Yeah, and he said something along the lines of, "Because I've been carrying you blokes for so long." Yeah, there we go. Yeah, perfect. It's a zinger. Um, Danky got a life ban. It's disappointing. Hmm. I thought that I thought he had uh, more to give. I thought he had more to give. Well, more to give the game. <laughs> He has been good for the game. Mm. It's been good for the media. Yep. It's been good for uh, people who talk about Essendon. Good for biochemists everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just and give him a chance. Mm. People make mistakes, Michael. Yep. Yep. You know, you can't just go ban for life or whatever yep. you do. No, you're no right. we all make mistakes. Yeah. So just give him another crack. Yeah. I, I'm I'm surprised that the AFL did this. I mean, mm-hmm. sure the NRL did that, but they're fucking. They just they just make decisions yep. willy nilly. Kangaroo court. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the AFL. I thought they would have thought that through measured, more. Measured. And I think it's a real shame too because there were so many other clubs looking to hire Danky too. Mm. I mean, we all know the great reputation. He injected the players at Essendon. and they've gone strength to strength. <laughs> yeah, they've done really they're well. Fantastic. But he was at the Gold Coast before that. And they're doing really well. Yeah, no, I mean, everyone, how he's he not got another job? Yeah, and so I think it's just more of a shame that, you know, 
When we, we get to see a better brand of football when Stephen Dank's around. <laughs> Do you reckon now that like, Dank got the band the other day, and he seems like a pretty, pretty chilled out dude. I don't yeah. know whether that's his personality or yeah. whatever he's on, but whether he got the band, he just rings up uh, um, Soccer Australia and just goes, hey, guys, um, just uh, don't know if you're interested, but uh, I'm around. I'm free. I'm free. I'm yeah. free. If you guys uh, want to run a bit go. quicker, yeah. if you want to be able to run the length of a pitch in 4.8 seconds, yeah. Yeah. I'm your man. Yep. You want to be able to kick a penalty yep. from 80 metres away? Hey, Athletics Australia, like, um, I've been working on some stuff. Like, um, I reckon we can get the 100 metres world record down to 3.5 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so don't stress out about it. Yeah. I, I think that... I predict, uh, I predict Rio 2016 to go to the boom. Olympics. You know how they keep doing uh, pre-game? They're always talking about the pre-game entertainment. Mm-hmm. If you had... Danky mm-hmm. injecting people pre-game. Yeah. So say it was you and I. We run 100 meters, and people see our times. Yeah. And then the next week, we spend a week with Dank, uh-huh. and then they come out and see our times, what we can get it down to. I'm going to see that. I'm, I'm taking those that. injections. But I raised the one. We have the uh, halftime sprint to the grand final. Bang. Get them loaded up on the Bang. gear. He's they... got a month because the players, yeah. the players uh, participate in that haven't been Usually in the finals. Finals, yeah. yeah. And so they get a month, and then so they get into oh. training program with Danky. I love it. And so we can really see and like the weapon. Get the weapon back. We'll get the weapon back. Yeah. The weapon, weapon will be there. Yeah, the, the, the... hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a weapon without a Dank. It's <laughs> the left hand talking to the right yeah. hand. Um, the, we get Danky in there, so we've got a month to build up, and then we can have we can oh. really have a crack. Mate. Really have a crack at that that record. That, yeah. That... And you. you You'll hear the you'll hear the swooshing of the, the the rubbing legs because their quads are so fucking massive. Yeah. The quadzillas just going from one main, one end to the other. The dank sprints. That's what we need. Oh, yeah. Set it in motion. Another AFL idea. The um, so dank anyway, sprint. He, he'd come out and said he's going to take on everyone now. He's going to throw the lawyers at everything. Uh, Gil, you're going down, mate. You're bringing down the organisation. He's burning down the forest. He's firing back. Danky, yeah. Danky says I'm furious. I, I, I've got that life ban. He said I didn't do nothing wrong, and everyone's going to find out my story. He's had two, two years. To yeah, no, no, no. He's been holding off on the story. But do you reckon, though, if they go, all right, bands off, uh, all the AFL clubs are going to go, oh, thank God we uh, can hire him. Oh, danky. <laughs> ring, ring. Come over, mate. Go back to Tullamarine. Uh, don't tell everyone. Have you got anything left over? Have you, what have you been like? What have you extracted from some kind of Puerto Rican lizard <laughs> eyeball? We, we need you back. Can you just, oh, by the way, yeah, no, we. Um, it's not fair. I don't think it's fair. I'm, I'm poor, poor Stephen Dank. What has he done wrong? No, nothing, nothing. In a court of law, he's done nothing wrong. Interestingly, Collingwood players uh, was it Josh Thomas and Lockie Keefe, mm-hmm. uh, who are about to get two year bans, I believe, mm-hmm. from uh, Asada. I do mention that. Yeah, they tested positive. They had the B sample, C sample. Uh, D samples, a mm. little bit not as positive. E samples, very positive. Uh, it's only taken three or four months. It's fine. There's no rush. Mm. Collingwood have said that they may put them on the rookie list only if they get full disclosure from the boys as to what happened, as to the reason that they had positive okay. samples. So clearly there's just been conjecture at this point that they're at the St Kilda Festival uh-huh. and may have partaken in drugs. Uh-huh. But they want full disclosure. They want them to come out and go, you tell us what happened. You tell us that you took drugs, that you picked up some chicks, mm-hmm. that you took them back to your place. We need a video from this. I just want to hear about a great, great day they've had. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's exactly what so you, so Eddie and Gary Pert want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> they go, look, we, we, we've been married for a while. Yeah, yeah. it's a bit like that. It's a bit pretty like... shit, pretty shit life. Yeah, like, you know, our, our wives are lovely, mm, but we just want to. We want to know if you're going to get on it, you're going to get a two-year ban. We want to hear why. Yeah, and I think it's fair enough. I think they should just they should make something up. 
Hey, um, can I move back briefly and talk about uh, talking about halftime entertainment? Yep. Um, Hawthorne's got an initiative coming up. Or oh, pre-game entertainment. Entertainment in general. Get off my back, Adam. Uh, Sorry, buddy. I want to talk about... Uh, Hawthorne has a thing in round 15 down in Tasmania against Fremantle. Oh, it's the place to do it. They want to uh, break the Guinness World Record for mm-hmm. the longest high-five chain. And how long is that now? Like three people? Well, it's actually... doesn't sound like many. It's uh, 1,647. That's pretty shit. Yeah, that doesn't sound like many. So they people wanna... not putting in, is and that what I'm was, hearing. Uh, held by the United Way of Wabash Valley at Indiana State University. Oh, they're good, those Wabash Valley people, though. They've been high-fiving. They've been head yeah. of the game, head of the game. <laughs> um, and so they want to get people down there. If you've got to be over 10 years old, you've got to give a gold coin Why do you have to be over 10? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, so fuck that. To be over Stop pulling people out of Hawthorne. Bullshit. Um, and they're going to get a gold coin donation to give to a charity, and they want to break the record, so they need to get... So hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We're getting Hawthorne into the... Guinness Book of World Records, but mm. I've got to give money to charity gold to help coin. this shit out. Yeah, one and gold fuck coin. Fuck that. And what did they do before the gold coin donation? How did they phrase that? Did they say one dollar or two dollars? Like when we had a note for a dollar. Yeah. Coin. Yeah. What did they do? Yeah. How did you? Octagonal coin donation. Yeah, just a uh, two two winnie reds. Yeah. What do they do? The yeah, I find that strange. Like how how far we've come. Um, but yeah, so roughly seventeen hundred odd people. If they would you go down for record. it? Uh, no, no. Because I don't bother taking care of pathetic competitions. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, like, uh, but that's pregame. That's we're talking about the pregame. They couldn't give a fuck, yeah, mate. Yeah. You've won three flags hmm. in the last few years. Yeah, you don't need more entertainment. No, we don't. You're watching a champion team out there. Yeah. You don't go. Oh, remember that Hawthorne team? Oh, was that the um, was that the team that set the record for the most high fives? Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. That's why no one remembers the Brisbane of the early two thousand. Was it early two thousand? I can't even remember. Not enough high fiving. I don't even remember that. They should have had a hot dog eating competition. Yep. <laughs> you go, was Vossi the guy that ate seven? I, I don't know. Nigel Lappin, he couldn't even eat hot dogs. He had broken ribs. He had to get jabbed up. Well, on the topic of that, um, during the week, Josh Gibson and Brennan Goddard had a rib, a rib eating competition. A rib eating competition? Yeah. Like they you know what, though? Thing. You know what? Can I just say this? About fucking time. I know. You know how it's just been, just talk, oh, mm. mate, you couldn't eat fucking more ribs than me. And yep. they've just been at each other, yep. you know, just yep. constantly. Because they've both been around pretty much the same time. Uh-huh. And that's all you see on the field is just the rib eating <laughs> gestures and it's like, oh, sticky fingers. Yep. It just went, just make it happen. Yep. Where, so did this, where did this occur? It happened at, uh, I'm going to presume Crown Casino, but I may not be quite right about that. Let me have a look. Because I'm surprised it didn't get more coverage. Like, if those two are going head-to-head, this is, mm. this is Pacquiao Mayweather. Yeah. <laughs> like, was this not on pay-per-view? No, no, not quite. Wow, fuck. No, it was really? that. This is Goddard v. Gibson. Ah, uh, yeah, it was at Ribs and Burgers in Hawthorne. So in Hawthorne. Oh, fuck. Not Ribs and Burgers. Yeah, Ribs and Burgers, yeah. Not to be confused with burgers and ribs. Down the road. <laughs> no, a different yeah. place. No, don't be an idiot. But I find it interesting. Like, the, in a way, I find it... So we're kind of bad for the diet. So Goddard had 18 and Gibson okay. had 16. Like, it's oh, a fair oh, oh, spoiler. You didn't, oh, oh, so. man, I didn't know who won. <laughs> I was going to predict. Um, but what's really interesting is that Colin Sylvia had 48. <laughs> he, he wasn't was in the competition. I find that fascinating. <laughs> he was just walking past. He was just there. He was just like goes there every day. <laughs> um, and so they, for every group consumed by the challenger, um, is this associated with charity? 
Yeah, they would. They'd make a donation to Do, a uh, farmer diabetes charity. Is right. Yeah. A what? A what charity? Like a farming charity. Okay. Buy a bale. Buy a bale. So, so they they buy Christian bales for farmers. <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, on the food issue, Adam. Hang on. Did was it? Was it? Was it? Was there a time limit? Oh, probably maybe half an hour or something like that. I uh, no, come on, mate. Eighteen ribs. You could do that in in ten minutes. Uh, let Couldn't me think. You? Uh, Are you a rib eater? Do you uh, love your ribs? I've I've had ribs in the past. Yeah. yeah. How many could you could you do? Could you beat that? Could you beat Goddard? I think I could beat that. Yeah, I could take him on. Yeah, I could take that. Yeah. Fuck. Why wasn't that not open to the public? Why is that not at half time? Um, Forget your hundred meter sprint. Stayed here with the. Uh, uh, they think we were playing with our food a bit by the end. Gibson said, Mum always told me not to play with my food at the dinner table. But for the last 20 minutes, we had a bit of time to kill. I think it'd be an hour then if 20 minutes, like you've had a half an hour time limit. Um, okay, I thought maybe I'm not picking up how much each rib is worth, but if I'm an Essendon supporter, yeah. okay, and I've seen the way Essendon played on Saturday, yeah. and I knew that Brendan Goddard, sure, he's won, uh-huh. but I knew that he was chock full of ribs yeah. <laughs> during the week, sticky ribs, uh-huh. sticky fatty ribs. Yeah. And you go, I thought, uh, I thought BJ was a bit shit on the weekend. Yeah. But, um, but I suppose the upshot is he won a rib-eating competition. Yeah, no. I mean, you've got to take a win when you get one. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. I stand. How, how was Gibbo on the weekend? Uh, not like uh, slow, totally memorable. Tired? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bit ribby? Yeah, a bit ribby. Yeah. <laughs> bit ribful. Um, on the topic of food, mm. uh, can I take you through the uh, Tex Walker burger? Of course you can. So I text, love the idea of a Tex Walker burger. Here's the hit, the story. A bar owner and Crows fan who named a hamburger in honour of his idol has been told by the champion footballer that the Tex Walker burger will have to be called something else. Oh. So the guy runs a pub in um, uh, Adelaide. Of course he does. Norwood. Yep. Uh, and Lovely Norwood. Yeah, it's actually very Just pretty. Just north of Adelaide, yeah. Uh, and he wants to – he has his burger named after uh, – Tex Walker, which he sold 17,000 of, let me mind you. Hey? It's a lot all to one man. Let me tell you that. And uh, Tex Walker says, hey, let's not call it after me because that looks like I'm endorsing it and it's I'm part of it and I don't want my name connected to that burger. Is that what you th- – like, would you think that? Would you – if you ordered the Tex Walker burger, would you think – Ah, oh, bloody Tex, he's taking a cut of this. No. <laughs> like when he's on the field, you go, that's what he's thinking about. He's thinking, how many burgers have I sold tonight? I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I mean, I mean... It's you just know. named after you, mate. Yeah, it's like when people go to McDonald's. Like, you're not a, you're like, you go and order a quarter pounder, but you don't remember like that it's named after a quarter pounder, that great Australian cricketer. Yeah, or when I order, uh, and I drink him a lot, a Shirley Temple, Yeah. I don't think that's going to the Shirley Temple Foundation. <laughs> I just order a fucking drink that's named after Shirley Temple. Yeah, definitely. You fucking lost your mind, Tex. Yeah, yeah. You fucking, you clearly got sunburn in Broken Hill at some point. <laughs> With your big ears and your fucking freak head. But I can take you through, because the pub actually has, I'm a bit confused by the story, but they've got a few... Okay. Burgers named after players. So there's Could, a Tex Do you know Walker what's burger. in the Tex Walker burger? Uh, I can definitely uh, help you out with that. Um, it has All right. uh, dry aged beef patty. Good. Bacon. Okay. Swiss cheese. Onion, mm-hmm. onion rings. Hang on, Swiss cheese. Yeah. Why are we going to Swiss cheese? I'm not sure. Why are we going to Australian? This is a quintessential <laughs> Australian boy. Yeah. Why are we fucking going to Switzerland? I don't know. I don't know. This should be cheddar. Anyway, continue. Onion rings. Uh, onion rings. What the fuck? What? Yeah. What is this? Uh, what sort of Tex Walker burger is this? Uh, That's why he's not endorsing it, because it's bullshit. Chip, chipotle? Chipotle. 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 Chipotle sauce. It's fucking from Mexico. What? Is this? Oh, fuck. No wonder he doesn't want to be a part of it. It's just, it's confusing. It should be sauce. It should be 
Bacon and bacon and burger. It should be bread. Should be two <laughs> slices just, of bread. Two slices of bread and deep fried. Can I tell you how much it goes for? It goes for twenty two dollars, but half price on Adelaide days, uh, game days. Twenty two. That's side of fries as well. Yeah, I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. twenty two dollars. That's a lot. That's this a lot is... of money. Hey, can I tell you about? They've got another one. It's uh, Travis Bokes pulled pork. Okay, that's creepy. and 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 Stallone burger. <laughs> Is Travis Pog- Travis Boke okay with this? Uh, the power captain has no concerns with Jack Ruby oh, using his name to promote a burger on the menu, and that's from his manager. Jack yeah. Ruby, isn't that the man that shot Lee Harvey Oswald? Yeah, oh, there's another pub, Jack Ruby Pub or something. Okay, oh, and then we have the so um, he shot Lee Harvey Oswald and came to Adelaide. Yeah, no, you, yeah, you went there. Enough. And then we have <laughs> another Tex Walker burger. Oh bloody hell! There's so two there's, Tex Walker burgers. Yeah, there are. Huh? How's that work? Well, they, they you go give me the Tex Walker, and they give you two burgers. You're like, oh, fuck, oh it's this is... another pub, Armour oh, Hotels, right. uh, Texas Armour Angus Beef Burger. So another, no, the naming food after fucking. Anyway, we have the Colin Sylvia Burger, and that's got thirty five pounds. Okay, there we go. Hey, yeah, we might have reached the end, Adam. Oh, oh should we give again. a quick pump up to uh, Richmond? That was an unbelievable victory, incredible victory on Friday night. Hmm. They. The Swans smashed them in the second quarter. Yeah. So as any normal fan would have gone, you go, Richmond are cooked here. Yeah, yeah. Cooked, cooked. Cooked and like a Tex Walker burger. And they're not, uh, they're not just uh, aiming for the eight now. Like, they're a proper proper contender. Oh, yeah. They're going to have a home elimination final to lose. Like, they're... <laughs> but, I mean, you know, now we get into a pattern where it's like a, a trend. Like, Richmond actually make finals. Like, yes. Yeah. Like, three, like years three years in a row. In a row. Yeah. Um, it was a fantastic victory. They mm. should be, uh, obviously, you know, if you're a Tigers fan, after what they did against West Coast, you went, oh, fuck, mm-hmm. what Tigers are we going to get? Yep. And it also, you know what? It also casts the doubts into how good Sydney are. I think you're right, actually. And I think it actually does a good thing for the game by the fact it brings back um, a top team down a little bit further. Yes. Yeah, I think Freo's lost now to the, uh, I think they're going to finish top, like, I'm just thinking about the competitive, the evenness of, yes, the, uh, of the top of the eight. competition. Yeah. See, Ross Lyon wasn't happy with some of the, the studs that the players were wearing. A lot of slipping over on Thursday night. Oh, he said players should be, wearing, they should be wearing uh, stops instead of moulds. Uh-huh. Who's this come down to? Boot stutter. Fuck, mate. Fuck that motherfucker. What are you doing? Yeah. The Freo boot stutter, get mate. Get your shit together, mate. Yeah, get the fuck out of there. You should <laughs> employ a new one. <laughs> um, we'll run through quickly of the games. Uh, Freo and um, Collingwood on It was a great Thursday. game. Yep. It was a really good game. Seven-point win to Freo. High quality. Is, is Nat, Nat Fife the biggest Monty for the Brownlow that you've ever seen? Can he not win it from here? Actually, that's a good point. If he fell over tomorrow... Got pushed by someone, maybe who maybe had five hundred grand on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Actually, yeah, it's a really good point. How I think he well ahead in all the media awards, like yeah, miles ahead. Yeah, Yeah, and the coaches award, he's had the most points almost to anyone at this point, and Mm -hmm. it's still nine rounds to go. So if anything, by now it's actually going to be quite funny if he didn't. (laughs) Yes, it'd be embarrassing for (laughs) Nat Five and Frio, but he surely has to win the Brownlow, doesn't he? I'm on him. I've, I've put everything in. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to get a return of $12, but I've put everything in. I've put my nice. entire fortune in. Um, Sydney, Richmond, we talked about that. Um, we got uh, Hawthorne defeated Essendon by about 40-odd points. Um, that was, you know... Was it yeah. a good game? Uh, How are Essendon's forwards? I heard... I listened to the first quarter on the radio. They missed a lot of easy shots. They did initially, yeah. There was a few out-of-bounds and stuff like that. They're falling apart up uh, It was equal to about half-time, then we kind of kicked away. Yep. Uh, and then, then you did the old jabber-jabber. Yeah, I brought the game into disrepute. And then there's uh, <laughs> Brisbane um, lost to Adelaide. 
Adelaide by about 13 points. And that was actually a quite a tight game, and Brisbane sort of had the running for quite quite a fair bit, and then just uh, Brisbane did. It's actually been a pretty good round this week, actually. Yeah, Doggies got tight. up by um, seven points. That was actually, a very good game. I watched that. I tell you what, looking at ladder too, Doggies are on seven wins, and they're a game behind. Well, they're eighth now, but they're a game behind Hawthorne at fourth, and so. It's all open, mate. So we're at GWS sitting now. They're now seventh? just out of the eight on percentage. So yeah, okay. They are, they're, they're ninth. Uh, yeah, but it's all over seven for GWS. Games. The dream's over. So we have uh, one on 11. We have two on nine, two on eight, and then four on seven. It's great. So it's chopping and changing. So the team, And what about the teams under that? Uh, then we have two on six and then five, and then we have Carlton. Uh, <laughs> three, mate, on three. Say it out loud. But also Hawthorne play Collingwood this week, so that's going to be – they're both on eight. So that's gonna Is that be a 16-point game? Uh, pretty much. Well, I know personally, Hawthorne's playing Freo, Sydney, Collingwood within the next three oh, weeks. That's 48-point game. So what I'm trying to say is Hawthorne will be top of the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, it, it's going to be all over the shop, this ladder, I reckon. I reckon by round 23 or whatever, it's going to be one win will make you fifth, one win will make you second. Which is great, which is exactly what the AFL have wanted. They've wanted equalisation. They wanted the... the and I think that what they've done really well is the, um, the fixture has been really good. Mm-hmm. You know, when the bottom six play each other twice, the mm-hmm. middle six twice, and the top six, yep. I think it's a way to do it. Yep. it. It works. You know, teams thereabouts are playing teams thereabouts. Yeah, I've got a feeling this football thing might catch on. Oh, I've got a feeling. Yeah. I've got a feeling, Adam. Don't be Don't, don't be get ahead of yourself, mate. <laughs> don't get ahead of yourself. Um, we're going to head off. Uh, we are junktimeaflpod at gmail.com. We are junktimeaflpod on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, we're going to talk to you next week. Um, Adam? Go Tex Wargaburger. Go the Hawks. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.